Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I am your host, Holly Rustic, and I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. All right, guys, I have a special guest again on the show, Miss Jenny Hargrove from Nonprofit Jenny. Jenny is amazing. We talk about it today, actually, how we met um, back in Nashville in 2019. And she also has a podcast called The Nonprofit Jenny Show, and that's J-E-N-N-I, that you should definitely check out since you obviously like podcasts. Uh, she really focuses a lot on the nonprofit world as well, and very much into nonprofit leadership, doing a lot on giving, fundraising, etc. So definitely check out her her podcast as she is just an amazing human being and does amazing work. So in today's episode, Jenny is going to be giving you some great tips on how to do a Giving Tuesday fundraiser event. So I know we're only a couple weeks out and if you don't even know what Giving Tuesday is, don't worry about it. We are going to cover it in today's episode. But we are definitely going to give you some great tips. Jenny actually gives you how to even roll out a Giving Tuesday campaign that can be very, very simple. You can actually do it after you listen to the podcast today. She's going to give you the steps on how to do that. So you're definitely going to want to tune in today. And she is going to be talking about something new coming up at Nonprofit Jenny that I thought a lot of you guys might be interested in. And it has something to do with reading. (laughs) Wink, wink, hint, hint. I'm going to let you guys listen to it um, and hear what she has coming up as you're going to love it. She is like one of the most um, mindfully conscious people that I know. Like she puts into a lot of thought and heart and passion into everything she does And I'm always so inspired by her. So I'm really excited about what she has coming up as you're going to find out why. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into it so you can hear your Giving Tuesday tips so you can create a Giving Tuesday campaign right away. And also hear the new thing that she's coming up. And for all of the links for today, because we actually do drop a lot of links in today. Um, We even give you free resources on Giving Tuesday, some templates where you can find them. Definitely go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 195. You're definitely going to want to grab, go there today, get all the links that we have and see what's going on over there. Um, We also have some great things coming up at Grant Writing and Funding in the month of November. So I'll have some special links too on the website. So once again, go ahead and jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 195 for all of the links for today's episode. All right, without further ado, here's Jenny. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. And I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and advance mission. And to help me do that today, I have Miss Jenny Hargrove on the podcast. Welcome, Jenny. Hey. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's been a while. So I was like, oh man, we got to get you back on. And doing something new that we're going to be talking about today. And I'm really excited about it. So I definitely wanted to share it with you guys out there because it is really cool. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. But before we go into that, 
just to let you guys know that are watching this on the YouTube channel or listening on the podcast, um, Jenny Hargrove, she's definitely been on the podcast before and she is in the nonprofit world. So we have nonprofit Jenny. She does a lot of work and we had um, just, it was so cool. So gosh, that was 2019, I believe. We oh were my gosh. Right? Like summer, early summer of 2019, we were able to meet in Nashville, Tennessee. So it was a lot of fun because you also have your own podcast show, which is Nonprofit Jenny. So yeah. Yeah, it was so great to meet you in person. We had coffee that benefited a nonprofit, Harvest Hands. It was awesome. So cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, beautiful time there. So, and now you're in Colorado, and of course, I'm here in Guam. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's been getting cold here, and it's weird. It's weird how it's like cold. <laughs> Tennessee weather. Yeah, it's a little drier. Tennessee's hot. Actually, Tennessee's like we had that big flood when I first moved there. It's very wet here. It's very dry. Yeah, Colorado the altitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. So you're in a totally different place, but you've been there for a couple of years, and yeah. So that's awesome that you're loving it over there yeah. on the West Coast, kind of now. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. That's amazing. And your podcast, you've just you guys have got to check it out. Um, I've definitely been featured on that podcast as well, so it's been a lot of fun. So thank yes. you. For that. And you do a lot of stuff with, of course, on nonprofit topics, interviewing people that are actually running nonprofits, who are working with nonprofits. And, you know, just it's, you know, it's just really cool how you have these conversations with these different people and able to really bring that to the forefront. So if you guys love this grant writing and funding podcast, please also check out Jenny's podcast. You will definitely love it and get a lot out of it as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited to have uh, to have you back, Holly, really soon to talk again about strategic planning for 2022. So um, I love having Holly on the podcast for sure. <laughs> awesome. So we're just having a little love fest here. I love it. <laughs> so Jenny, you have something amazing coming up. And well, you've actually been doing it for a while, but you're kind of like up leveling it because now that you've got to see, okay, I really love this and I'm having so much fun with it. So uh, in addition to all of the stuff you do with Giving Tuesday and of your giving fundraising, which I'll definitely give links in the show to because Giving Tuesday is coming up December, or no, November 30th. Um, this year it's in November. So um, I would love, we're going to definitely touch on some things on that because I do have some questions on Giving Tuesday as it's right around the corner. Um, but you also have um, some other thing here, and that is your new book club. So we're going to definitely be talking about the book club today. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun to see uh, what people are getting out of it so far and what you, what they actually will be, or what you guys will be doing for 2022 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. You and I are both book nerds, Holly. So I love nerding out about books with you and I'm excited to share about the book club with your listeners. Yes. All right. So before we get to the book club, because you guys definitely want to listen to that, you're like, hey, nonprofit book club, what? Um, <laughs> definitely want to see some of those titles. You can see if you guys are watching the YouTube channel, just FYI, behind Jenny, she has all these really nice books already like put up to be like, hello, this is what we've read or what we're going to read. <laughs> so I love it. But um, yeah. I want to ask you some questions about Giving Tuesday, end of your funding or fundraising. I mean, just a couple of weeks away from Giving Tuesday. We're, you know, a month and a half out from the end of the year. Like, 
what are some really great tips that nonprofits who might not have thought about it before now and they like, oh, mm-hmm. two weeks, can I even put something together? Like, what are some tips that you can share with those who may not really know about it and they're just hearing about it for the first time? Yeah, for sure. So first of all, I'll start by saying Giving Tuesday, if you've never heard of it before, basically it's the International Day of Giving. So this nonprofit in New York City is so awesome. They created Giving Tuesday as a day of reminding people in the craziness of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, we're, we're bringing it kind of back to the Thanksgiving spirit mm-hmm. on Giving Tuesday to say, okay, you did all your shopping, but now let's give back, right? And so it's an opportunity for nonprofits to use all of these free marketing resources at givingtuesday.org to just personalize with their brands and put together a really quick, easy fundraiser. And it like leads right into the year end fundraising season. So the first tip I would give is to do exactly what I just said, is to educate your donors about what Giving Tuesday is. And it doesn't need to be an essay that you send to them. You just need to tell them, hey, Giving Tuesday is coming up on November 30th. We're asking you to save the date. And this is what Giving Tuesday is. Our Giving Tuesday goal this year is $10,000 or whatever you want it to be. And this is the impact that that $10,000 will have. And so I do a lot of Giving Tuesday campaigns with with my clients, just nonprofit leaders who need help with their Giving Tuesday plans. And I'll say, you absolutely can put together a campaign in two weeks because givingtuesday.org has so many great templates for you to use. I would definitely recommend starting earlier next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I tell my clients, you want to have like six to eight weeks of planning time before Giving Tuesday actually arrives. Mm -hmm. But in two weeks, that's plenty of time to tell your donors, this is what Giving Tuesday is. We hope you'll support us on Giving Tuesday. I love that. So it can be very simple and they can get those resources right away. um, Optimize them. They're completely free um, on that website. So that's wonderful. And, you know, and I love that. It's like put together a goal, like what could be um, one thing that could really be helpful that you could um, purchase right now if you have the finances to purchase it, right? Um, or some something else to fund. So it can also, you know, so if you look at it from like the one thing, and I remember, um, you know, Steve Vick, of course, right, from Nonprofit Ally. Yeah. yeah. So he, I remember talking to him about crowdfunding and everything. And he had like this really cute story on, and this can just like kind of convert well, right? I'd love to get your feedback on it. Cause I love the story that he told, but he does the noble pause, which is mm-hmm. the dog sledding for people with disabilities. And he had one of his dogs was in the office or something and spilled like coffee on a computer. <laughs> so like obliterated the computer. So they were like, no, yeah, they're like, we need to raise like $5,000 or whatever the amount was for a new computer and, and, you know, whatever the other things that it had kind of burned out. Um, And so they did it with this campaign within a certain amount of weeks. You know, this could be something that you could translate over to Giving Tuesday, like we need to raise X amount that will be for this thing, right? So it's very clear on what that's for. And even some of his little pictures were like the dog with a little um, note around it. The neck. dog shaming. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I so love that. Holding the dog, do a little camera, you know, a little photo shoot with the dog with the I'm sorry sign. 
<laughs> so they totally like brought it back. So, you know, so you can do, it doesn't have to be fancy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And if you see something that you're like, this could be a totally a goal. It's not like a hundred thousand dollars, you guys. And for, for larger nonprofits, maybe that is your goal. But if you're a smaller nonprofit or a mid-size, you know, even five to ten thousand dollars is a big feat through crowdfunding like this, right? Through getting funding from your donors, um, through Giving Tuesday. So it doesn't yeah. have to be complicated. So I love that. <laughs> Just can I also? I have a comment about the yes. the fundraising goal thing. Uh, because something that my clients come to me a lot with is they're like, I don't even know how to set a goal. How do we even know how much money we're going to be able to fundraise? So let's back up a second and talk about that because you want to make sure on Giving Tuesday that you're setting a goal that's actually attainable. Yes. Like you do want to be bold with your appeal. You want to be bold and you want to assume that people are generous because they are. I mean, <laughs> Giving Tuesday wouldn't continue to be a thing if people weren't generous and weren't giving. But I find that a lot of nonprofits who are starting Giving Tuesday for the first time, they're just like $10,000. That's a nice big round number. Yeah. And they don't really have a strategy behind why they picked that number. So I like to remind nonprofit leaders just the same way that you probably experienced when you founded your nonprofit, it takes a year or two to get something off the ground. It takes, you know, when you start a new fundraising event, you expect to break even the first year and then maybe start making a profit the second year. With your program, you have to prove the proof of concept of your program for a year or two or three or five before you can start really getting funding for that program. So it, the same thing applies to Giving Tuesday. Uh, you, you, you need to start with something that's attainable mm -hmm. and, and study after study continues to show us that about 80% of donors give their first gift to a nonprofit because somebody has directly asked them to give not because they received an email, not because they saw something on social media, but because you, Holly, asked me, Jenny, if I will support your cause. Mm -hmm. And so you need to think when you're setting your goal, how many people do I have time to directly ask for a Giving Tuesday gift? And then multiply that number by the dollar amount you can reasonably expect those people to give. So uh -huh. if you have time to ask 10 people for $50, your goal should be $500. And maybe that doesn't sound like a lot, but this is your first year and you're just practicing those Giving Tuesday skills. Mm -hmm. So just see this as a practice year if it's your first year. Oh, that's such a good, that's such a good insight. And thank you for sharing that because yeah, a lot of times it's like just that round number, like you said, it's just kind of like, oh, $5,000 or $10,000. That sounds good. But like you said, most people are going to give because you ask them. So those phone calls, you guys, yeah. really good. <laughs> like, you know, like actually like, yeah, it's like, you don't have to meet everyone for coffee and ask them, but giving a phone call, you know, and saying, hey, right what we're doing would you be willing to give like that can be a simple it doesn't have to be complicated right again and be excited about it like don't be shy to pick up the phone and call people but I love yeah. that saying how much they are a person how much would you ask them you know your friend sue to give like or whatnot right like how right. much would, how much would you think she would give um and then coming up with that and multiplying it that's perfect and then if you had all of your board members doing then 10 people each, right. right? That's when it can yeah. come to the multiplier effect. 
So absolutely mm-hmm. for sure. And then, and then remember that giving Tuesday or any fundraiser that you have, it does not end on giving Tuesday. It continues for the next 20 years. You, you giving Tuesday is your starting point. And then from there, you steward that relationship. You show the person who gave $50, this is what your $50 did. This is what all of the $50 combined into $1,000 did. And we really want to engage you again next Giving Tuesday and ask you to give a little more. And then also ask you to ask your friends to give because by next year, you've inspired them so much by everything you've been able to accomplish in a year that they are then your champion for your mission. And they're excited to go and ask people to, to join your mission with them. I love that. Yeah. So it's, it's a continuation. So even if it's just one day, it's not really one day. It can be the launch yeah. campaign, right? And even if you're doing a Giving Tuesday campaign, like you said, even your goal, it doesn't have to end at midnight. Right. I think a lot of people, what I've seen is they also use Giving Tuesday to launch their campaigns for the whole rest of the year. So until the 31st or whatnot, it's kind of like we're going to use this whole time. We're just going to use the momentum from Giving Tuesday since, you know, a lot of people do know about it. And there is a lot of more acceptance among asking on that day in a way like you might feel more comfortable to start there because of that. Right. So um, you can continue mm-hmm. it. So have you seen people use Giving Tuesdays in those other types of ways as far as launching there or ending there or whatnot? Yes. So that's actually something I do with all of my clients who hire me to help them with their Giving Tuesday campaigns. We start, actually, we generally start telling people three three weeks before Giving Tuesday, hey, save the date for Giving Tuesday. Here is when it is. And then the next message is like, this is what Giving Tuesday is, save the date. And then the next message is, you know, let us tell you this story about what we were able to accomplish thanks to last year's Giving Tuesday. And so you're building that story piece by piece. Mm -hmm. Giving Tuesday happens. You tell people today's the day, please donate by midnight because this is like the day. Mm -hmm. And then after that, then that's when you come back and you say, thank you for giving. This is what we accomplished hey, if you forgot to give on Giving Tuesday, there's still time before the end of the year. Here's how you can do that. And then a couple weeks after Giving Tuesday, that's when I start to switch messaging. Because people who are giving because of the warm fuzzies, they generally give on Giving Tuesday or right after because they forgot. Because you're telling them the story that's making them feel all the warm fuzzies inside and that's why they're giving. But people who are giving typically at the very end of the year, it's because they're like, oh, shoot, I need to give all my tax deductible gifts before December 31st. So that's when I change the messaging to say, hey, what would be the most beneficial way for you to give for the greatest tax deductions by the end of the year? Obviously, you can't be giving tax advice to these people, Mm -hmm. but you can say general things like, you know, some people find that giving a gift of stock is uh, is a better tax deduction for them because, you know, whatever reasons. Um, or I'll even give it to them as a choice, like multiple choice. How do you want to give before the end of the tax year? Do you want to give a cash gift? Do you want to give a stock donation? Or do you want to plan a gift for the future? You know, so then it's not even like, will you give yes or no? It's how are you going to give A, B, or C, you know? 
That's awesome. No, I love that. Those are great tips. And thank you for sharing the rollout of how you do that. Cause I know that's going to help a lot of listeners come up with ideas and strategies. Um, even if they start now two weeks out, they could be like, Hey, we're going to launch something. So, Hey, watch, you know, you don't even have to know what it is. You could send out an email today, just knowing you're going to do something. Hey, we have something exciting. We're going to share with you next week. Yes. Yep. Just to get them. People love a good tease. Yeah. If you tell them, I just did that in my book club. I just said, Hey guys, I have really, really important news coming out tomorrow. You need to watch your email inbox for my news tomorrow. You know, I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> People love that. And then they're, they're prepared for it. Right. So they're right. like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They said they're going to do something on Give You Tuesday. Oh, this is what it is. Now I'm interested. So don't yeah. feel like you have to have it all together um, to start. You can do it really simple um, and you can let people know right away what you're going to be doing. And I know also um, just one more thing I wanted to talk about with Giving Tuesday before we kind of switch gears is yeah. um, also Giving Tuesday, of course, you want to get donations because it's Giving Tuesday and the whole notion of it. But I know a lot of nonprofits kind of do it to also raise or in combination with Giving to raise awareness about their nonprofit and to kind of get yeah. So is there another way or a way that they can kind of elevate their brand as well or their nonprofit's mission through Giving Tuesday? Absolutely. So a lot of nonprofits, um, when they start with this goal of raising awareness, they think that just posting about Giving Tuesday with hashtag Giving Tuesday on social media is enough. And the thing is, a billion people are posting with that hashtag on Giving Tuesday. So you're really going to get lost in the noise there. This raising awareness for me goes back to, I mean, we hear this all the time in the nonprofit sector, but it's for a reason. It goes back to relationships, one-on-one relationships. And so the same way that you ask people to become peer-to-peer fundraisers for you, you can also start uh, you can call it different things like an ambassador program or just like a champion network, whatever you want to call it, where you're asking people who you know have uh, a big influence, um, they have a big social media presence, they're just really well, well, well respected in your community. Tell them, you know, Giving Tuesday is the day of generosity, it's the day of giving, and we want to use this as the day that we share our story, just share our story with new people. So maybe you're not even asking them to ask for donations. You're just saying, hey, on Giving Tuesday, we're going to post three social media posts and we're going to email an email newsletter. And we're asking you to share those to your profiles and to forward that email to 10 people, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So it's like connecting with other people who can really get what your nonprofit's about out there. So even if you're not generating gear, you know, you don't reach that goal, that financial goal that you have just by getting this information out there and in front of people and talking about your nonprofit and getting more bold and more clear on how to communicate, it is well worth the ripple effect, right? That it will. Yeah. So it's just also just to kind of get like, it's a different way that you can kind of talk about it um, during this time. So definitely there's no you know, there's so many creative ways, right? There's probably yeah. a whole list of things. Um, these are all the different things you can do on Giving Tuesday on givingtuesday.org. So definitely um, we'll give, a, once again, the link in the show notes and you can check out all of those things. So thanks, Jenny, for sharing about that on Giving Tuesday because I know you've been doing a lot of work in that. So I wanted to 
tap your brain. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I also do an annual podcast episode about Giving Tuesday, where I interview nonprofit leaders about their Giving Tuesday campaigns just to give you inspiration. So yeah, so if you go to the Nonprofit Jenny Show, you can look at all of my past years uh, Giving Tuesday episodes too. Oh, great. Oh, we'll definitely throw some of those on the show notes too. Yeah. So yeah. see you guys. So you can hear that. So if you guys want to have more inspiration and get more stories, we'll definitely have that in the show show notes too. That would be great. Yeah. yeah that's so fun. I love that. All right. So um, now I want to kind of segue into your book club because I'm really excited yeah. about that. Obviously, I love books as well. And um, <laughs> we started doing books at like a book club in my mentorship. And I just, I have so much fun with it because personally, I've seen so much development in my own life through reading books and through yeah. book clubs. And, you know, it's just whether or not I'm listening to an audio or reading a hard copy before I go to book. I'm not a big like Kindle person, but... <laughs> I mean, they're like hard copy or listen. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just, there's so much there and there's so much research that shows how reading is so important for us, right? Um, but you are really like looking at it going, how can nonprofit leaders benefit, right? From reading these books. And so I really want you to go ahead and talk about Overhead Book Club, please. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, so first of all, um, I decided to call the book club Overhead Book Club because I wanted to reclaim this word overhead that is sometimes used as a bad word in the nonprofit space. People are like, well, how much is your overhead? How much of my donation goes to your overhead? But the thing is, your overhead is you. Like, I am my overhead, and I deserve to be invested in. I deserve a living wage, and I deserve to be invested in professionally for my growth. And so when you invest your time into the Overhead Book Club, you're investing in your nonprofit's overhead, and that's a good thing. So that's why I decided to call it that. I love that. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, that's an interesting title. And then I was like, hmm, I can't wait to be with that. No, I love how you think very mindful about every single thing that you develop, and that just shows how mindful that is. So I love that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really did put my whole heart into this. <laughs> I know that's such a cheesy thing to say, but I you know, Holly, that I'm a huge reader and I love, my favorite thing is just bringing nonprofit people together in community, especially online, because, you know, nonprofit towns and cities, they can get small. Everybody knows each other. There's baggage. A lot of times there are unique challenges facing every small community. And so it's great to connect with nonprofit leaders in a virtual space, like my book club, because then you can get perspectives of people who aren't in your own little bubble. And you can tell them, this is what's happening in my bubble. And they can say, that happened in my bubble two years ago. And here's what I did about it. And so you, you're, you're getting all of these diverse perspectives. And the book club I started because it's a really good way to structure the conversation. Every other month, we read a professional development book that talks about a specific part of nonprofit leadership or nonprofit management, different challenges nonprofit professionals are facing. And that gives a starting point for the conversation and sparks people to say, okay, on page 405, they're talking about this situation, but has anyone ever actually done that in real life and how did it go, you know? Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. I mean, because it is, it's about like, you know, if you're reading something, so say if you're reading something like nonprofit, um, 
strategic planning or something like that. And you're like, okay, that's yeah. great in the book, but has anyone applied it? Right. So I love that. Like right. what have you learned from that? How have you done it? And that those conversations are so valuable to hear first person experiences, lessons learned, the wins, the challenges, right? right? All of that. So yeah. So we do a book study every other month because we found out doing one book a month was too much. So we do, uh, we do a, a new book on odd numbered months in the year. And right now we're actually reading, if you're watching, you can see behind me, Give and Take um, by Adam Grant. And uh, Adam Grant is a social psychologist. Um, Give and Take is very much a book that helps you determine how to I assume all of us who are listening are what he calls givers, people who give more than they take from others in the nonprofit space. And that can be a place that leads to a lot of personal burnout. So we're talking about personal burnout for the first half of the discussion in our little private Facebook group. And then uh, the second half of the book then turns into organizational psychology. So he's like, how can we prevent your team from burning out if they're a team of givers? And how can we, he then directly talks about fundraising in the book. How can we apply this to fundraising so that you raise more money? And so uh, we have the Facebook group going at all times and then three times per study, we meet live in a Zoom meeting so we can all just see each other's faces and get to know each other like real people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I was um, also a part of a, an online book club. So that was a really new thing for me because I've done in-person, of course, in the past and doing it online. And it was still really cool. I was like, oh, this is really neat because you're, you know, meeting with these people all over the world and so many different perspectives. But when you start to really talk about those deeper things and those deeper meanings and, you know, um, you become close, you know, in this way. And you obviously are there because you have the same kind of maybe values or interests, right? So you already kind of like have a leg up and being like, oh, this is, these are my people. (laughs) So, Right. And I'll say another thing about my book club, because I've been in some really good and really bad virtual groups. And so something that we have is a very strict code of guidelines so that everyone can feel really safe. So we explain, you know, this is why everything is confidential. And this is the type of content that's okay to be shared and talked about. And if you want to share this, you know, then this isn't the group for you. So we're very strict to make sure that everyone feels completely comfortable being vulnerable and sharing real life struggles. One of our rules is actually, you have to be vulnerable. If everything is going great in your life, that's fine. But we're here to talk about the nitty gritty stuff and help to bring solutions to the table, not just to, you know, be be a group where a lot of times on social media, you're just showing the highlights of your life, the good things that are going well. And that's not what we're about. Right. It's about growing. I love that. So you guys meet three times within um, the two months. Is that how it goes? So you have the, right. Cause it's every other right. Month, right. So that's really good. So then also um, I was a part of a, a book club before too. And I think part of it was we were meeting every single week and I was like, Oh, and it was oh. at a time. And I was like, I just don't have time for this, even though, you know, yeah. I want to engage. It's a bit much. So I do like that schedule that you have as far as it's, it's enough to keep you engaged, but it's not so much where, you know, nonprofit leaders, they have a lot going on. Right. So it, you, they still can make the time for that which is right. Yeah. 
And Absolutely. then access in the Facebook group though throughout. So if things come up or they want to, I'm sure they do. There's a lot of quotations going on from the books, right? Yeah. Inspiring. So yeah, that's really yeah, for sure. So, and you also have, so for you guys watching on the YouTube channel, you also have a package that you have developed. Can you show it to us? And then we can explain. Yes, this is terrifying. Okay. I'm really scared. I hope people love this as much as I do. Cause like you said, I put so much time into this. I decided that for the end of the year, I wanted to launch a subscription box for the book club. This is something that, um, it's really great for you if you're part of the book club, because then you know for sure you're getting the book on time <laughs> um, before the next book study. You can get it in the format you want. So paperback, uh, ebook, or audiobook. And then you get some other like goodies. Um, so it's great for you personally, or it's a great year-end gift for your employees, your coworkers, or maybe if you're a consultant for your clients, the client gifts for the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So... This is the December book club box. I'm going to lower my camera a little bit so you can see. And we'll describe it so, to podcast listeners. Yeah, go ahead, Jen. Yes. <laughs> so every box, which will come bi-monthly, comes with membership into the book club, um, the book we're reading next month, a little study guide that I've personally put together to make sure uh, that you're hitting all of the points you need to know for your nonprofit and the book. And it also comes with two to three other professional development goodie surprises. So for the month of December, we have some uh, cord organizers. We've got a little desk calendar for 2022 that you can use. And this really fun blind date with a used book. Um, so yeah, so you're getting like a surprise book based on the types of books that you like. So I'll actually pull this one out to show you. Um, so you can see this book is for people who like history, travel, and lots of photos. Mm. And so, um, yeah, are you intrigued? I am. She has it all wrapped up, you guys, in like this brown paper. So you don't know what it is, and it's all wrapped up so cute. Yeah. And, um, and so blind date with a book has become really popular, but something that was Im important to me when creating this, you know, we're here to put good into the world. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that everything is as sustainable as possible and supports social impact causes. Mm -hmm. So everything in the box, uh, all the packing materials are made from 100% recycled content. It's all compostable or recyclable for you, um, including uh, our little packing material here. If you're watching, you can see these are shredded, um, unusable books instead of bubble wrap. Um, the, so these are like water damaged books or books that just can't be used anymore for whatever reason. And all of the bonus goodies are sourced from fair trade social impact organizations. So you can make sure that you're supporting good causes and, uh, and, you know, and uh, even the shipping is ground transportation because it's the least environmentally impactful way to ship things. <laughs> that is just so amazing and it's beautiful and it's so mindful. I just, I love that so much, Jenny. That is so amazing. Thank you. And I did want to say, Holly, I'm giving away three of these boxes 
before the end of the year, um, because it is important to me to make sure that everything is uh, very accessible, especially to people who, um, like me, who are from often overlooked populations. We can uh, often lack the same access to resources that people from more privileged backgrounds um, have, have ample access to. So, um, so if you're listening and uh, the, the normal price of the box is $60 per box, um, which like I said, does include membership into the book club. But if that feels like it's not manageable and you don't have a professional development budget at your organization, you can apply to get a free box on my website. Okay, so I'll definitely give the link for that in the show notes. So if you guys want to look it over or just become a member, right? I mean, this is really amazing. Yeah. I love it. And like I said, I'm such a proponent of reading, of discussion, of reflection on books and what you learn and application that this, I'm just so excited that you're doing this, Jenny. I really am. When I, when you were, I first heard about it, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so. I'm excited. And our group is just so good. We have such good members who like are just there to support you and to um, help hold each other accountable for their professional development journeys. It's amazing. Um, and I can actually, I won't be offended if you don't want me to, Holly, but I can tell you about the book that's yes, in the December please. box. Yes, yes. So I'm really excited. Um, our book for, uh, for the December box, which we'll read in January, is called The Leader's Guide to Unconscious Bias. And this is something I think sh that should be required reading for every nonprofit leader, especially if you're at a nonprofit that's serving, like I talked about, often overlooked populations to make sure that everyone on your team is aware of the biases that they don't even know are under the surface. And I, what I love about the beginning of the book is they talk about how unconscious bias is not a bad thing. Like this is not a shaming book. It's not like mm -hmm. shame on you for having biases against people. It's, it talks about how your brain has biases because without biases, we would never be able to make decisions ever. We would just be overcome by decision fatigue because we wouldn't have a gut feeling about what's good and bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So it starts by explaining that, but then shares, you know, sometimes our gut feelings are wrong, right? Yeah. Um, so what I talk about a lot is I have an unconscious bias. I mean, now it is conscious because I know about it, but I used to have an unconscious bias against men and especially like taller men because I've had, unfortunately, some sexual assault in my history and that I, I just, whenever I see a tall man walking toward me, I kind of tense up a little bit. And that, there's a part of that that I can't help, right? Like yeah. I have trauma in my past, I can't get rid of that. But that isn't something that should affect my work, right? Like if a tall man is being professional and kind and helpful, I should be able to engage in a professional conversation with him. Mm -hmm. So this book teaches you how to uncover your unconscious biases and then how to handle them appropriately in the workplace. So I'm really excited to dig into it. Oh, I, I love that book. Yeah, that sounds like a really, really good book. And you're right, because what a great topic to kind of start the year off to be like, 
let's kind of clean up maybe some of these older biases that we don't even know about that are leading to these conditions. And, and first off, I'm just so sorry that happened to you. And, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that you're able now to bring it to the service to be like, okay, now I can kind of make these more educated decisions, right. And understand where that even came from. Like, right. Totally. That's, that's part of trauma. And I think a lot of us women, especially have had a lot of trauma in our, in our past. Right. And we've had to kind of then come forward to say, you know, I even talk about this as far as like, maybe you're not charging enough, or maybe you're giving too much at your nonprofit because of these systemic gender issues that we're not even really consciously aware of. So we can't change any of that until we become aware. So I I love that. That's such a great book. I'm definitely going to read (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what a great way to start your book club. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's wonderful. So I hope everybody will check it out. And um, and I also wanted to mention, even if you aren't interested in applying for the free box, you can get a ten dollar discount. I'm going to give all of your listeners a ten dollar discount if they use the code ten off. So that's one zero o f f. Uh, and so you can get $10 off your first box. Thank you, Jenny. Also, saw you grant writing, uh, you're grant writing and finding listeners out there, you get $10 off your box. And that also includes a membership. So how cool is that? So mm-hmm. that is amazing. That is a really awesome um, deal. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope everybody will join into the discussion. And yeah, and I just, just one more thing is I love, how mindful once again because you are Jenny you're always so inspiring about how much thought and passion you put into your projects and um you know this to being able to say like this is all this uh you know the gifts that come with it too they're sustainable they're you know even the materials that you use and it looks so beautiful too and it just yeah I just love that you put so much care and thought into each of the products that are even going into that kit and the way it's even delivered like congrats on just thinking like that and inspiring other people to also think about, you know, like not, it's just not how you, it's also how you do things, I guess, the whole package. <laughs> so Yeah. Well, I thought about it because a lot of my friends have these subscription boxes that are just really not sustainable, especially these fast fashion boxes yep. where you're somehow paying like $20 a month or something and getting all of this fashion. That's, that you're, we're talking about fair wages, right? These people are not being fair, paid fair wages to put this together. So you can get my box knowing that everything in it was put together really carefully. And I have done as much research as I can do to put this together in the most sustainable and impactful way possible. Oh, I love that. And you know, that's so true. Just, uh, I was doing one of those fast fashion boxes until I became consciously aware of what was happening. <laughs> so I was doing it back in the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, oh, that would be fun. Cause I don't want to go out shopping and, you know, get something like that. I don't have to pick out. And, and then I realized I was like, wait a second, is this even sustainable? Like, are these clothes, how are they made? And you know what I mean? They're, they're falling apart so quickly. Right. So I want to go and get another box. And I was like, I don't even like shopping that often. What, you know, so I started to pull back and say, I need to cancel this. <laughs> like, right. You know, I'm like looking at people like wardrobe capsules with clothes you already have. <laughs> yes. I love a wardrobe capsule, <laughs> but that actually, so one of the items in the December box that I'm so excited about are these cord organizers. They're made out of leather scraps. So like, oh, so cool. if, 
when you make a leather jacket or a leather suitcase or whatever, there's all the scrap material that's going to end up in a landfill. Well, this, this, um, this uh, craft resource center in India, they take all of those scraps that would go to a landfill and turn them into these cord organizers to keep your desk and your, your bag organized. And they're so pretty. Yeah. I love that. They're really they're beautiful. Quality. Yeah. You can tell like, oh my gosh, they're really pretty. They're yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Wow, that's so fun. Oh my goodness. I know. It's so fun. I'm so excited. And I hope everybody loves it as much as I do because I I just spent so much time thinking about this and I'm I'm just so excited about it. Oh, it's so much fun when, when someone brings their passion into the world and creates something out of it. So congratulations to the Overhead Club. We'll definitely be sharing all of the links to it on the show notes. Um, thank you, Jenny, for coming on the show today. Did you have any last words before we close out? No, I just, I'm so thankful for you, Holly. And I know everyone who's listening just gets so much value out of your podcast. So thank you so much for, for putting all of this into the world. Yes, of course. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for those words. <laughs> all right, so definitely check out Jenny Hargrove, J-E-N-N-I. So you definitely want to have her name spelled J-E-N-N-I. And you can definitely check out Nonprofit Jenny. We'll have all of the links in the show notes. And you guys should definitely check that out, see what she's up to. And we'll have you back on the show in 2022 to see what else you guys have going on at Nonprofit Jenny. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode with Jenny Hargrove from Nonprofit Jenny. What exciting things she has going on over there at Nonprofit Jenny. I absolutely love her book club. I'm so excited about it. And um, if you guys join, just let us know. Give me a shout out. I would love to hear your experience with her book club and with all the things she has going on over there as well. Be sure to subscribe to Nonprofit Jenny's podcast too if you are interested in expanding your podcast repertoire. All right, guys. So once again, for all the show notes for today's episode, go ahead and jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 195. I hope you guys start your Giving Tuesday campaigns as well. So let me know what you're doing. Go ahead and um, you can send, you can tag me at Holly Rustic on Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, definitely tag me there so I can see what you guys are doing and what's coming up. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.